Epsor. If you want early access to episodes, ad-free and exclusive bonus episodes, then subscribe to Germaniacs on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, Illy. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, it's me. Sore. That was shit. Um, getting rejected by the love of my life. And then had the bombshell drop that she's looking at an idiot. Like, look at me. I'm like beyond quiche. It's like, who the hell thinks they can fucking reject me? It makes no sense. I'm still like reeling from it. I'm literally never falling in love again. I'm off guys and now I'm off girls for life. That's it. Everyone's been really nice. Like Sebastian came over and gave me an awkward hug and and Courtney's been like counselling me through the gap under the door and the fucking laundry monster made a fucking quick getaway. Haven't heard a fucking paper room since he gave me the bloody wrong advice. Typical fucking monster, like cut and run. Anyway, um, I'll tell you how my mental health week's been. Um, it's actually been kind of funny, so um, it's going to be a good app. Oh, and there's an Ashime. Um, Buckle up, slats. This week on Chimazing, sobbing in the fetal position, snorting Xanax, flashing my growler in the library, dad's small dick, throwing Coke Zero cans at cats, and did I really let the hermit crab snibble my labia? Your weekly dose of love language and rejection advice from the large-racked woman, the heartbroken whore, she puts the sick in lovesick. I'm Shimei, J-A apostrophe M-I-E. I'm woke, I'm niche, I'm quiche, and I'm Shimazing. Hi, so I'm kind of like wavering between heartbroken and really pissed off, which maybe some of you can relate to, Shimaniacs. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty cray right now. Um, I'm all over the place mentally. Like if you thought I was neurodiverse before, I'm I'm an off the charts mental case right now. I've stolen um, mum's Xanaxes as well and I'm crushing them up and snorting them 24-7. They're actually amazing. Um, yeah, so just to paint the picture of where I'm at, um, I'm pretty much not leaving the Peloton room. And when I walk to the bathroom, I do like a full length black robe um, with a hood over my head. Like you can't see my face. It's kind of a Star Wars-y um, thing. Um and I'm currently wearing one of Courtney's oversized mushroom print tees with my scrunch bum leggings. Um, yeah, I've just been trying to meditate this morning. I'm trying to do like um, my meditation, my mindfulness, breathing exercises, but I keep like sobbing in the middle of it. I just can't get through it. It's like, 
And fucking Dorothy keeps like vacuuming the corridor about five times a fucking day and banging the vacuum up against the door and just like fucking kills my vibe. She's doing it on purpose, I reckon, like as revenge for me, like treating her like a slave and making her make me smoothies and stuff. But yeah. Oh, and she's bleached my whole ensuite and now it smells like jizz, which I actually don't mind if I'm honest. Um, And mum had this fucking Peloton class this morning and she's like, in my face, like doing it while I'm like lying on the floor in the fetal position crying. It's like so inconsiderate. And I had a hermit crab crawling between my legs trying to nibble my labia through my leggings, which actually felt kind of good. But um, yeah, I'm having some little violent moments too. Like, like I'll get in a rage about everything and throw Coke Zero cans out the window down to the ground floor. And yeah, I was trying to get mum's cats, but I kept missing... I hit the one um, that I used to pash on the lips. Like I just heard this loud meow and then it bolted into the bushes. And Yeah. It was on the rebound. Don't worry. It wasn't that hard. Don't report me. Um, I saw Gwen um, walk out of my pool house. Yes, they're still fucking here, by the way. Um, and I did consider for a second like throwing a Coke can at her head. Um, but I thought twice. Um the last thing I need right now, Germaniacs, is jail time for murder. So, yeah. Anyway, so, obs, I'm thinking about Amber and Claire 24-7. They went fucking insta-a-fish with this lame, like, picture of them, like, fake laughing in a bed. And everyone in the comments is all like, you two are so cute and you're perfect together. Like, fucking farm. I actually slid into Carl's DMs just so I could bitch about Amber, but he blocked me. Everyone thinks I'm a walking red flag, which I kind of am. Um, Sora, speaking of me being a bunny boiler, I did go over to Double Bay to the flat um, two days ago. Um, And, well, I was going to break in with my key and trash Claire's room, um, but they've changed the locks. So um, I went ahead with my other plan, which was... um, so I collected heaps of possum poo um, from everywhere, like all over Waverton, just like in people's gardens and just wherever there was like, you know, a pile of possum poo, just Courtney helped me and we just, you know, collected it into a bag. And anyway, I took this huge bag of possum poo over in the fiat um, and I left it on the doorstep of the flat um, so Amber would see it when she came home or hopefully step in it on her way out. Um, yeah, I just emptied the whole bag on the doorstep Um and then as I was leaving, I spray painted Lezo on the front fence, like the big white wall, um, just took up the whole fence. It was huge. But then when I got home, um, Amber texted me and said that Claire was about to call the police because they knew it was me, obvs. Um, and I better come and clean it off ASAP or they're going to come and get me. And so I drove back in the Fiat really fast, like speeding through the Harbour Tunnel. And um, it was only coloured hairspray, so... It just scrubbed off pretty easily with like a bucket of soapy water and it took an hour, um, maybe a bit longer, but yeah. And I saw Claire peering down through the blinds like while I was doing it, the fucking bitch. Sugar cramps actually, um, he walked past while I was washing the wall and he was asking me what it said um, and who I thought did it. And I was saying like, it was like local druggy vandals and I was just getting rid of it before my poor gay friend saw it. Yeah. He fell for it. It was actually really good, like, seeing sugar grabs um, 
face to face again. It's been ages. Seems like a lifetime ago I was like flashing my gash at him through the window. Yeah, that was a cute time. Um, Anyway, that's my kind of mental health journey. Wait, I've just got this fucking DM on my gram. Wait, what the... What the hell? Is this real? Oh, my God. Oh, my God, it's fucking real. Oh, my God. No. Oh, my God, I'm freaking out right now. I just got a DM from the actual Olivia Bellissimo. It's from her real account with, like, millions of followers. Oh, my God. I'll read it. It goes, hi, Jemay, bumped into Amber, and she told me you catfished her pretending to be me. We need to talk. Let's meet ASAP. <gasps> fuck, 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 fuck. Oh, my God. The actual Olivia Bellissima knows. Oh, my God. My life is over, Jemaniac. She's going to fucking kill me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, my little Germaniacs. It's the next day in the afternoon um, and my mood has shifted tenfold. Um, I cannot wait to tell you what's gone down. Okay, prepare to have your minds literally blown. So um, I met up with none other than Olivia fucking Bellissimo. The real legendary Sydney socialite slash major influencer goddess. Um, it was so good. Oh my god, I've got so much to tell you, Jamediacs. Um, so yeah, I got that DM and I just replied and um, we arranged to meet today and have lunch because she wanted to meet kind of urgently. Um, yeah, so I was like really nervous. Um, we met at Bills in Double Bay. Um, I was literally shaking when I arrived. So um, I was really shitting myself about what to wear. Like I wanted um, her to think I'm like fashionable and like a legit influencer, um, even though she's seen my numbers and she would know like I'm mid-level. Um, so I went with my Bottega Veneta green jumpsuit with the matching puffer vest um, and I had my wide brim um, Bottega Veneta green hat um, with my over-the-knee boots in the Bottega Veneta green Um all fake obs, currently povo still, as you know. Um, and I had my like heart-shaped gold sunnies as well. Um, I was turning heads, guys. Just I had a few people like take pics when I like crossed the road and double bay. I was like, oh, I was like fucking loving myself. So um, when I got to the restaurant, um, Olivia was already there and I just like pretended to be on the phone as I walked in and I did a little like finger wave over to her, like while I was like wrapping up my fake phone call. Um, and then I walk over the table and I go on the phone, I go, yeah, I'll do it for 50 grand. Say hi to Sonia or some shit like that. Um, then I just go in for the hug or fake and I'm like, babe. Um, and then sat down. So, um, and I'm like ready to have a new asshole torn out of me by Olivia for like catfishing and setting up the fake account and just like being a bitch. Um, and she was kind of mad at first and was like asking me what happened and getting like my side of the story. Oh my God, best part of it was she said that when Amber came up to her at the shave to like bitch about me and, and sort of tell her that I'd catfish and stuff, Olivia didn't even know who she was. She said she like barely remembers her from school. So yeah, sucked in Amber for like exaggerating. Um, anyway, I talked for ages, um, 
about how it had all played out and how I had like love goggles on and Olivia goes, I respect your ballsiness. Um, and she goes, you saw what you wanted and you went for it. Um, and how she like really respects that. And it reminded her of herself when she was younger too. Um, like when she was like early twenties and how she wouldn't take no for an answer. So, um, we got talking about the whole like influencer lifestyle and how to become a Sydney socialite. Like I just was like picking her brains. Um, and Olivia reckons I need like a better PR strategy. She was all like, um, like don't rely on inheritance or rich men, um, which I kind of am. Um, she goes like, those two things are vital, but like you need a clear brand at first to be able to like stand on your own two feet um, when you're in your twenties. And then like men come into it later when you're established and you're trying to like lock in a rich one. Um, so Olivia goes, I've seen your gram and your sense of style is like so original and fresh. And, and she really liked my like self-made garments that I've been like doing lately, like the octopus slut that I was telling you guys about and with the cross stitch panels and, and this like burlesque rabbit fur thing that I've just um, finished just a little piece. Um, and she goes, you should really consider Fila, the Fashion Institute of Los Angeles, where she went um, and how I would learn so much and it'd be like, I'd make so many incredible like connections. And so she was saying how um, I need to like meet the right people and also like cut off any losers that are like not dragging me down, but like they're sort of off brand. Like, um, so she went through my gram and she said to delete any photos of Claire the Albino because, um, yeah, and um, any pictures of Courtney, my butch sister, because, like, it's not that they're ugly. It's, like, my followers won't be able to relate and it's, like, really off-brand, etc. Um, oh, and she wants me to delete the post I did of the drone footage um, of me um, flying it for the first time in the backyard um, and any references to hermit crabs. Um, yeah, it was just good having someone like cast her eye over my content and like really sort of point out what works and what doesn't. And anyway, Germaniacs, we get to the end of the lunch and I'm like, this chick is kind of cool and maybe we could be legit friends, but I'm like trying to play it cool and like hard to get. And she goes, you really need to network come with me to this party tomorrow night in Point Piper. Literally, Germaniacs, I am so fucking excited. How do I fucking always land on my feet? I can't believe I'm going to an actual socialite party with Olivia friggin' Bellissimo. I feel like I've just fucking died and gone to heaven. Um, so, yeah, more in the next seggy, guys. I'll check in. I'm going to do an Ask Jame and then I'm getting ready for the party. I've got to, like, um, decide what to wear. Um... It's going to be so good. So I'll check in soon. Guys, bye. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. 
Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60. Hey, babe. Uh, this is Ali. I just wanted to get some tips on how to get a guy when he pretty much obviously is not into me. Are you able to help me out? Thanks. Sure Love can. You. Love you too, Ali. So, um... Look, back when I was into guys, um, and I may be again, never say never. So yeah, back then, um, I would quite often like find that they weren't into me. Um, cause the types of guys that I go for are like usually like timid and kind of shy guys. And, um, I can be really kind of intense and kind of red flaggy and they tend to run, um, so I had to learn some pretty hard lessons on how to like get a guy when they're not into you. Um, so I'm pretty qualified. Um, so yeah, your dilemma, um, Ali made me think of this time when I was like, I was hardcore crushing on this like librarian guy. Um, I know me in a library, so off brand, but like, um, like who even knew they still existed. Right. Um, but the story was that, I was at uni and we had um, a library, weirdly. So um, me and Amber went there between classes to get like some content for our grams. Um, And I wanted to do like a selfie shoot, like in like one of those corridor, like aisles of books, like with all the books on the shelves, like um, with me, like looking all cash and like studious and like with the glasses on and pigtails and like massive cleavage and just like, looking at books and like opening them up and being all like wow and how informative and who knew books were a thing like pointing at them and like doing like confused face um so I was making Amber take the shots and I'm suddenly like gasping because like there's this really hot librarian guy like sorting out the shelves or doing whatever they do um he was kind of like Eurasian but had muscles like, you wouldn't even know he was Asian. It's like, and he had, like, the floppy hair and glasses. I'm so, like, bookwormy and cured. Um, and I waved at him. And he kind of looked but ignored me. And he seemed like he was really not into me. Um, like, I was looking so cage that day, too. So I'm not sure what was his, like, issue was with that. Because, um, I don't know. But kind of made me more determined to get him. Um so I didn't want Amber to pounce and try and get him first. So later that day I came back to the library on my own um, and I was still like in my studious outfit. I kind of looked a bit like um, Britney Spears in the like the Hit Me Baby One More Time video, like the black skirt, like the long socks and like the white shirt, but like tied at the front and open with like heaps of tit and yeah, like little grey cardi and with the pigtails and I was in this like stage of like trying to bait my lecturers with this whole like innocent nerdy schoolgirl kind of slut thing. Um, yeah, just for Mark's reasons, like it worked. 
my marks were really good that semester and yeah, amazing how a couple of gobbies can turn a C into an A. Um, anyway, so I go back into the library that afternoon and the hot librarian guy is like sorting out all these books and he's like pushing this like trolley thing. So I had this fucking genius idea, Germaniacs, of going into the aisle of books like next to him and just like waiting around the area where he was like sliding the books around. Like he's trying to like you know, push them all up together. So he moves this row of books and it's kind of like at like my head height on the other side. So I just waited there um, and he pushes the books over and then my face is just there like staring at him. And I go, hi, sorry, um, but do you have the Wi-Fi password? Um, and he told me, um, but he kind of seems sus. And then he goes back to sorting in another aisle. So I follow him to the other aisle, but this time luck would have it, he's doing a shelf that's kind of like chest height. So I go to the next aisle um, and just wait in the area that he's working and I undo my white shirt and my tits are like fully out, like in a bra, but like bulging because I just had my implants done and they were like really kind of hard and high. Um, they looked amazing. Um, so he slides the books over and sees my tits in his face. And I'm like, oh, hi, sorry. Like I lean down. Um, his face goes red and like his obs getting horny. And I'm like, um, oh, hi, sorry. Um, the Wi-Fi didn't work. Um, can you do it for me? Um, and then I just pass the phone through the gap. Um, and he does it. And I'm all like, thank you. And like take my phone back. Um like, I was thinking he'd want to start chatting to me, but he's a little shy, so I'm like, I've got to keep trying. So I'm thinking, like, I need to take this up a notch. So um, he's working on this, like, height of shelf. It's kind of like crotch height. Um, and he's sliding the books over um, and sorting them out. So I wait in the area um, where he's working in the next aisle and he's fully on his knees he gets to where I am and I lift up my skirt in the gap and I flash what I thought was my undies. Turns out I totally forgot I was freeballing that day and I had no undies on. So I fully flashed my gash right in this guy's face. Like he got full growler, like two centimeters from his face. And I hear this massive gasp from him. And then he like runs off to get the head librarian. Um, oh my God, it was so embarrassing. So I'm acting all like innocent and the head librarian comes over and says like, I've got a lifetime ban from the library. And I'm like, that is so unfair, miss. And um, anyway, I had to write this like suck up letter to the vice chancellor to have it overturned. And I lied and said this fan blew my skirt up um, and she fell for it. So anyway, um, it didn't work um, and I could just like basically never show my face in the library again because I was so humiliated. Um, so yeah, um, wait, not sure if that really helps Ali, but basically, um, yeah, what I'm saying is if guys seem to not be into you, do not back down. Like I just kept persisting. Um, so yeah, just think creatively like me, um, show them a preview of what they're going to get. Like, and by the way, anyone who turns down my vagina when it's presented to them full frontal, it's like your loss. Okay. Not mine. Anyway, I hope that helps. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.
Germaniacs. So it's two days later. Um, I'm actually so hungover. Um, but like the excitement is like overriding how hungover I feel. Um, I have got huge news, Germaniacs. Like game changing. Oh my God. I don't know where to start with this. Okay. So, um, I've just that second got home from Gampy's farewell lunch with the fam, saying goodbye to him and Gwen before they go back to South Africa. Thank fuck. Um, the lunch was, um, well, I'll tell you in a sec about that, but oh my God. So last night was the party with Olivia Bellissimore. Um, I'm still fucking high from it. Um, my new fucking BFFL, by the way. She's so fucking cool. Oh, my God. So I wore my cow print platform heels. Um, they're gorge. Um, and then this, like, oversized, like, slouchy suit with, like, an oversized blazer and a cow print to, um, with just, like, a little bralette um, underneath in a cow print. Um, and someone said, can you move out of the way? Which I didn't get, but Olivia said it was, like, a cow reference. Um Anyway, so everyone was there at the party, all the important people, like um, there was like children of billionaires, like reality stars, fashion people. It was like heaven. Like I felt like I was like coming home to my people. Um, And I had to pose with this like teeth whitening thing when I walked in, like um, because they paid for the party. So I had to put this like glowing teeth whitening thing and get like photographed and like... It made it really hard to talk for the first hour because, like, you have to, like, keep it in for an hour. Um, but, yeah, it made my teeth look incredible. Um, and Olivia got some really cool content for her gram, like, posing next to me while I was whitening. Um, yeah, so it was so fun. Um, and Olivia and I just, like, hit it off so much. Like, I feel like we're legit, like, BFFLs already. Like, it just feels like... We've known each other forever. I just, Amber is going to be so fucking jealous when she sees the pics. I was having like my revenge dress moment, but in an oversized cow print suit with the teeth whitening apparatus thing in my mouth. Um, still cage, but um, it was a really good like start for my journey into like the social scene. I reckon like I met so many really interesting like cage people and the drinks were really sophisticated too, like champagne and um, and then me and Olivia had two bags each. Um, so we pretty much spent most of the night in the toilet cubicle snorting lines. Um, and then Olivia chewed my ear off about her childhood trauma. But it was so much fun. Um, so, yeah, anyway, um, that's all good. Amazing night. But I have even bigger news that you're going to flick your beans over, Germaniacs, because it is, like, out of this world good. So yesterday... Before I left for the party, I was talking to Gampy um, and we ended up having this kind of like heart to heart. Like I kind of wanted to bond before he left in case he like cocked it. Um, so I was sitting on the sun lounges by the pool and I told him about my recent heartbreak. Um, I said it was a boy. Um, didn't want to risk a will issue because he hates lesbians. Um, yeah, so I told him my future dreams and how much I want to go to Fila, the Fashion Institute of Los Angeles, um, and how much of a bastard dad is for not paying for it and how I've got, like, daddy issues because he's such a bastard. And then Gamby confessed that he's always hated dad and thought he was a knob and, like, his least favourite kid, which I was loving, obviously. Um, 
and how dad's dick is like really small and Gampy's is really long and big and how dad took after his mother's side and that's always pissed Gampy off and it was so interesting. Um, and Gampy's all like, Jamie, I see a lot of me in you. You have balls. You like to get what you want and I admire that. It was kind of like kind of weirdly what Olivia said as well. Like everyone's like seeing themselves in me, um, which is random. So anyway, cut to the farewell lunch that just happened. Dad gives a speech and then Gampy gets up um, and he hands me this envelope and he asks me to open it and read it. So I do. And it's right here. I'm just going to read it for you guys now. So it goes... Dearest Jamie, you constantly impress me with your tenacity, your drive and your entrepreneurial skills. While I don't understand what being an influencer is, you seem to be doing very well at it. I'd like to give you a little kickstart to help you on your way. I really believe in you and want the best for you, sweetheart. Here is $100,000 for you to enroll in the fashion school and to get you settled in Los Angeles. All the best, my darling. Yours, Gampy. Can you fucking believe it? I'm going to fucking Los Angeles. Oh my God, my life is about to change so much, Shemaniacs. I can't believe this is happening, but I'm like so ready for it. Oh my God, I feel like I've like learned so much in this season about like life and love and baldiness and like my gender journey and family and animals and cashness and fucking everything. I just, I can't wait to take like everything I've learned and like start my new life in America. I hope I can do like fourth season of um, Shamazing, but like I'm going to be so busy in LA. I don't know. Stay tuned. Um, But make sure you tell your friends about season three. It was the best season ever. I had the best feedback and so many people listen. Oh my God. Um, But don't tell anyone about like the surprises at the end and stuff. Um, Illy Shamaniacs. Excellent. We talk about being in America. Oh my God. I got to work on my accent. Oh my God. Stay case, Shamaniacs. Nahugan. Till next time. I love you forever. Your BFFL. Jamay. Bye-bye. So if you want early access to episodes, ad-free and exclusive bonus episodes, then subscribe to Germaniacs on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, Illy!